Hey guys, as you may notice from this week's episode title, it's going to be a little bit more spicy than usual. Clint and I share a lot of controversial opinions that you may not have heard in the UWC circle. If you want to have a conversation with me for any of them or any of the things I said, please feel free to reach out. It would be great to learn together. That's the UWC spirit anyway, right? (laughs) Anyway, please enjoy the episode and yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah, boom. Three, two, one, clap. Dude! <laughs> Three. Grace, include this in the podcast. The outtakes. Okay, three, two, one, clap. Okay, alright, that's good enough. That's good enough. Okay, let's begin. All right, hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of You and I. Um, today will be a much more laid back yet not laid back session. And today we have we have Clint, one of my very close friends from UWC. Um, we are both from Isaac. Clint, you wanna you wanna introduce yourself real quick? Um, hi everyone. I'm not I'm not too sure of the demographics here, but um, my name's Clint. Uh, class of 2020, I think. <laughs> of uh uwc um isaac japan and I, i've known poom for for about five years at this point we we met back in uh summer school 2016 also at uw uh, at that time it wasn't uh, a uwc yet and um yeah i mean hope to you know talk about some some interesting slightly controversial things today so thank you for having me on the podcast yeah, we, we, have, we have something slightly more juicy than our normal, regular podcast topics today. Um, so yeah, sit back, relax, grab some popcorn, of course. Um, and today, well, you know, UWC is all about, you know, we hear about diversity. We bring a diversity of people. We, di- we bring a diversity of ideas. Um, but this time, um, you know, some of us may feel that this diversity does not include them, ironically. Um, and, you know, Clint... Um, you, you you've talking to you talking what you have you have talked to me a lot about this um, and I just want to know like do you feel that you're being heard in what way do you feel like you are being heard and in what ways are you not heard at UWC? Um, all right, I think that UWC is a really left leaning organization and has a lot of uh, good values in equality and, and stuff like that. But on the other hand, that, you know, excludes students with other political or, or perhaps religious uh, values that may be more center or right-leaning. And I feel that a lot of times at UWC, I have this need to hide my true political feelings in order to protect myself so people don't um, hate on me or talk shit, um, to put it bluntly. Also, I think that UWC has this very big focus on like, how how should I put this? Uh, I I think that if you're more financially well off, there's more hate towards you. And if you in any way, uh, you know, not, not like show off your money, but if you spend money in a leisurely way, there is a negative outlook on you. So that's what I would say about um, like diversity and inclusiveness of UWC. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Um, but like, I, I want to know what's like one situation that you've expressed your views and you've, you felt some, you know, some pushback, you know, something not not great, you know? Um, 
Wait, do you have it? Wait, you first. You first. <laughs> me? Wait. Yeah. No, me? Okay. I, I want to hear. I want to hear your examples first. Yeah, I think. Okay, so it's totally. The, there's one time I was talking to this like dude. He was just cooking. By the way, I'm not. I'm not disclosing any names. He was just cooking, and I was. And, and we were talking about. You know, we were talking about. You know, the market, and you know whether socialism is beneficial. But the moment I said, um, you know. Trump's policies of ta- cutting taxes has been widely beneficial to the economy and, you know, growth rates in the U.S. have been skyrocketing until 2020. I, I am not a supporter of Trump, but that doesn't that doesn't mean I don't support any of his policies. But the moment I, I brought up the name Trump, like that moment was like a complete switch off for the person listening to me. There's like, no, 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 no. We, we, we don't talk about anything about him. Like, he's he's a disaster. And we like we don't discuss his policies. We just don't talk about him and say, Okay, well, but like, you know, I'm not, I'm not even discussing his character. Um, I'm not a particular fan of his character. That's besides the point. I just wanted to discuss his tax policy. But, you know, apparently that was too much already. And, you know, I, I really wanted to talk about, you know, is this the way forward for us? And I think it's so important for us to um, consider many ideas, you know, cutting taxes is a very viable way to grow the economy. But no, just the name Trump was too much. Um, so yeah, I felt a lot of pushback there. And Ever since then, I was just like, I just didn't really talk. I, I didn't bring the name up. I, I would just always say like, you know, what if hypothetically a country cuts taxes, right? Which I think loses some of its meaning because again, like UWC is all about current issues. Like we want to talk about what's happening. But here I kind of have to hide behind like, instead of saying, I think Trump's tax cuts are beneficial. I have to kind of, I have to kind of say, oh, I think tax cuts in general, like very vaguely could be beneficial and then maybe i get a conversation but yes i i've definitely like in my dorm i've definitely like encountered this less open-mindedness what about you wow boom that's that's really really uh eye-opening to to hear wait that made no sense eye-opening to hear ear opening to hear mouth opening to hear um yeah i mean definitely uh similar to to what you mentioned um I've definitely had to hide or um, perhaps tone down my my political views. Uh, I, I definitely am more center right leaning. Um, I also agree with like like Trump's tax cuts and a lot of his fiscal policies. But uh, I, I was always really afraid to bring that up in in any of my classes. Uh, just you know, out of fear. First of all, like I didn't want like any of my classmates to spread gossip about this because at UWC Isaac, gossip spreads really fast, you know? Something happens today, everyone's gonna know about it tomorrow. Um, I, don't, I don't want people to be like, hey, yo, um, Clint's a uh, Trump supporter, he's, uh, you know, uh, he's racist, right? Because um, that's initially, like, that's immediately what you think of when you, when you, when you say a uh, Trump supporter, you know, he's a, he's a fascist or whatever. And, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely had to tone down a lot of stuff. And, and secondly, I feel like a lot of the teachers are also very uh, left-leaning. And out of, I mean, I was never one to really care about my grades. But, you know, out of fear of potential um, punishments from, from teachers, because I've seen classmates of mine or friends of mine who have been disciplined uh, academically for speaking their views. I don't want to name any names, but there have definitely been very prominent cases where people have gotten into academic trouble for freely expressing stuff that that shouldn't be condemned. I don't want to bring up any like specific cases, just just so I don't target anyone in, in general. It's all right. The tea has been spilled. Don't worry. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, th- definitely, I feel like being someone who's center right, there's de- uh, there's a lot of pressure on me uh, to hide a lot of, of things or, or tone down a lot of my views. And uh, I see that as, as like a negative aspect of, of UWC. And there's, I, th- I think that UWC also pushes its left side like uh, stance very strongly. Every week, I, I remember we used to have like these LGBTQ plus discussions or, or house meetings that would take like an hour, an hour and a half that were mandatory. They were for- they would force you to listen to all these like super gender progressive uh, discussions. I mean, it definitely isn't a bad thing to keep your, your mind open to, to these sort of conversations and debates. But on the other hand, you also shouldn't make it mandatory and you shouldn't be forcing it onto students. Um, I understand like maybe one presentation at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year uh, to introduce new students to, to these concepts. But almost like weekly kind of meetings is, is a bit much. You, you know, I, I don't really have any strong views on, on LGBT community. Uh, what about you, Poom? Okay, I think, I mean, obviously, okay, the, I had a really meaningful conversation with someone about LGBT, but it, it didn't start off well at all. And that's kind of what I learned. Um, like, you know, I've always been like struggling to understand gender identity. And I think that's fine. I think, you know, it's a relatively newly introduced concept. And, you know, we're all, uh, I'm struggling to understand it. And in one of the conversations I've had with another person, I, I said, hey, can you like kind of explain this to me? Because I, I don't really understand it. Um, yeah. And, and at first, um, I, I got hit with like a lot of um, hostility. They were like, well, like, why why would you not know this? Like, you got to know this. But the, I have had this conversation many times but I'm sure in one of them it actually turned out decently as in like okay to this day I still don't fully grasp the concept but then we kind of ended with like okay it's it's all right if you don't understand fully and and maybe I'm someone who still doesn't understand but I do respect you know well, my policy is like I still treat everyone as if they're like regardless of their gender identity like I, I don't think it's something that I, it should be factored in at all because again the whole idea is to not discriminate against you know different genders different um different races and so like how I'm trying to train myself is I guess like when I see a person I want to like not see them in terms of race um gender identity um, I'm trying to like exclude that out of the equation because again, like I want to see the person as who they are rather than you know their gender identity or their their race. I think there's so many more important things about that person. Um, but yeah, but this conversation that I've had, like um, after a while, they they explained it to me, and I sadly I, I still don't really understand. But in the end, at least like we understood each other to a certain extent. So, you know, that's better than, you know, hostility between two sides, because that's kind of what I feel happens most of the time. Like, you know, the, the, the people who say like, hey, like everyone's got to believe this. Um, everyone has to be in this together. We're, we're, we're going to make this movement together. Um, and then some people just feel really excluded because um, they weren't listened to. They weren't their opinions were not taken into account. You know, I just think if we're a little bit more open minded talking to each other, no matter the difference in our views, I think, you know, that's that will be much more productive. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think that's a really good way to look at the current like so social like political landscape. Uh, I'd say, um, I I'm definitely with you. I honestly I don't care about your gender or your identification or your um sexual preferences. Like that literally doesn't matter to me. You just be you, and that's 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 good. As long as you're happy, like that's fine. Um. But don't push that sh- that that stuff onto me. 
Um, really don't care. You're black, white, yellow, red, green, blue, whatever, man. Like, I- I'd be worried someone's blue. I- I'd actually be worried if someone's blue. Nah, I- I- I'm fine with blue people as well, man. I'm... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't judge someone just from their outer appearance or how they identify or anything like that, you know. Um, UWC definitely has, has taught me that much. Um, I'd say definitely before you come into UWC, uh, I was a more racist, more <laughs> uh, bigoted individual who made uh, offensive references all the time because I, I think most people do at uh, so, some point in their lives until they're educated. And I feel that UWC has done a good job in, in making me less discriminative towards people, for sure. I, but I feel like what really taught me, I mean, um, you know, I, I, I wasn't like the most unracist person, I mean, when it came to UWC. But, but like, I think what really taught me wasn't the information sessions. It was just seeing people, like seeing a diversity of people of different sexual orientations, different races. And I, I really see that they are like really no different from any other person, right? And so that's really what taught me like, hey, like this, this just doesn't matter. Like this part, like no discrimination, you know. Um, f- to me now, like if someone says, hey, I'm gay or hey, I'm bi or, or if someone is a certain race, all I kind of think is like, you know, if you say, hey, I'm gay, I kind of think of the same way as if they said, hey, I like the color red. Like, that's just a preference. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really add or subtract anything from your worth. I don't think it matters. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I think that is what UWC has taught me, and that's great. I mean, I didn't get that from the information sessions. Again, I'm not saying information sessions are bad. I'm just saying that that's ultimately how I learned it. Like, just being with those people, seeing how, um, you know, open-minded some of them are, how nice they are, how they're just like any other person. We can have fun with them like any other person. And so, yeah, that's that's really what it taught me. That's a, that's a really good point. Having these sort of interactions with people that you probably wouldn't have otherwise. Uh, yeah, it probably taught me more than actually the presentations did, right? Before I went to UWC, in my, like my old school, people would throw out slurs all the time. Racial slurs, gay slurs. No, no one cared. Like, But after coming to like UWC and, and interacting with all these people, you, you really get a sense of like the history and culture and and background but behind all these terms and you, you you definitely like i would never throw out any of these terms um ever that that is one really good thing about uwc but uh, on the other hand i just want to say like people who are pushing for like this gender equality or like racial equality they're 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 also racist people as well. Like I I've heard the same people who are talking about like Black Lives Matter say ching chong ding dong to me and make like slitty Asian eyes at me. Like uh, the same people who in the morning they're like protesting for gender equality. It just doesn't make sense, you know. You you can't be fighting for one thing and then talking shit about another thing that that is on on the same spectrum. And I I think that's a, that's a big uh, hypocrisy of the uwc yeah i mean yeah i mean I, I think that is the case too like i wanted to bring this up really quick because um earth day is something that you know we all kind of like it's an event that we all went to and like i, I want to bring like the climate march 
into perspective just for a while because um, it was something that was mandatory. We all had to, you know, march for the climate. And again, I will say oh, this yeah, first and foremost, I think it was, I think it's very well intentioned. But here's the thing. I think we all know that climate change is a problem. However, I think that we all have different ideologies in how far we want to go to tackle climate change. And we, we tackle it in very different ways. Some people march. And again, marching is great. Marching is raising awareness. I personally would you know, I, I would try to study and like understand the economics of it in order to really know like how much are we sacrificing to be able to stop climate change. Again, I think stopping climate change is very important. Um, but I think it's it's also important to perhaps give students some freedom to make change in like their own way because I don't think I'm the most effective at marching. I, again, I can, mar- like marching. I mean, okay, I, by that I don't mean I can't walk. I can physically walk. Um, <laughs> but what I, what I mean is that I think. I can contribute to this cause in so many other ways. Maybe I won't say, hey, like we have to do literally everything we can to save the environment. I think saving the environment is very important. Um, I would rather be um, doing economic analysis to be able to see like, hey, like what are we sacrificing here? Again, I think those people who are very passionate about this and who think that a march is the best way to go about it, I think by all means, go march. What's your stance on climate change, Fu? Let's talk about that. Okay, I don't, I don't have a fully formed stance yet, but again, I will, of course, it's a very big problem that will face us in, in the future. I'm just saying that I think we have to really consider to like what we are giving up to, to get to climate change. No, 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 but boom, boom, boom. What's your personal stance on climate change and what are you doing to combat it? <laughs> but I want to talk about, what, like, I want to know what's your personal, like your personal stance, unfiltered, and uh, if you're doing anything about it. <laughs> Okay, of course I'm doing some things about it. Um, climate change, I will include like pollution of rivers, include like anything that is man-made that has negative consequences to the climate. Um, I definitely am very like much more aware of using any plastic bags at all. Um, when I go to the supermarket, I always carry like a backpack with me. I don't use any plastic bags. Like in other countries that is not Thailand, I would walk or bike. I don't like to drive cars or I don't want, I don't like to use cars. But in Thailand, that's practically impossible um, because number one, it's like an oven here. Number two, there is no sidewalk. So, and number three, like the death rate for like walking is insanely high. Um, so yeah, none of those factors really allow me to do that. I still turn on the air conditioner like a lot. I, I don't turn it on excessively as in like um, whenever I leave, I always try to make sure to turn it off. I mean, save as much energy as possible, but I haven't gone the extra mile in like, you know, it's around like 33 degrees outside. I'm not going to turn off my, I have not taken that extra step into turning off my air conditioner and, you know, sweating a lot yet. But again, uh, I, I do think it's really, it's a real question. It's a real, it's a real thing that we have to consider. Like how much are we giving up? I've given up some things. I've given up, um, you know, I've given up the convenience of plastic bags. I've given up the convenience of, you know, just leaving the air con on and coming into a cool room. I've sacrificed um, some things. I, I'm, I'm aware and I praise whoever has sacrificed like much more than I do. I, I'm, I'm sure there are people out there. I think we can all agree climate change is a problem. Yeah, like, uh, Clint, Clint, are you aware of who Greta Thunberg is? Yeah, yeah, the, the girl with Asperger's who, who talks at like the UN. 
Yeah, I think, again, I, I really admire her courage. Like, she, you know, to get up in front of, like, a bunch of adults. I think that's very courageous, and I think she's she's fighting for what she believes in. Although, like, I think her, like, kind of rhetoric and speech really highlights, like, how, like, fighting blindly for climate change is one thing. Because I think part of what she says is, like, we have to stop um, emitting everything, like, right now, um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, 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 very brave of her. And I applaud her for that. 100%. Like, I don't have the courage to go speak in front of, like, the United Nations to do that. Um, on the other hand, she's not really bringing any solutions either. <laughs> she's just saying, hey, it's your fault, and you you guys, the older generation, um, you guys screwed us up, and then we're, we're going to die. And, um, yeah, I think that, like you said, you know, maybe it's not the best use of of your energy or your platform, right, if you're just going to be allocating blame, right? Um, there is no quick solution to climate change, and uh, a speech at the UN is not going to change anything about that. Yeah, especially if if the demand made by Greta Thunberg is that we completely stop using um, any form of fossil fuels that's right impossible. now. Dude, that's that's impossible. Um, that's developing impossible. economies like India will massively it, suffer. There will be an economic shutdown. You know what would happen right now, this second, if you if you just stopped using fossil fuel. This, this podcast will end. First of all, this podcast will end like right now. That is true. That is true. And a bunch of people would die. Um, ev- everyone who's suffering from COVID is going to die. All the hospitals are going to have run out of energy and everyone's going to die in there. So that is not a good thing. And if we... I don't know the statistics, right? I, I'm not prepared for this, but yo, like electricity, like basically I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of the electricity in the world is, is not renewable from renewable sources. So we would all we would all just like die right now. So th- that, that's impossible. There's no way you can stop emitting fossil fuels, especially since our society has been so developed around that for like the past 200 years or, or more. Wait, more. But I mean, yeah, since like the uh, Industrial Revolution. Yeah, I mean, I think like what could be much more productive than the rhetoric of blame is, you know, try to discuss and talk your ideas out to find solutions. I think, again, like I think that applies to UWC as well. Um, Instead of saying like, hey, you don't want to fight climate change to this extent. Like, hey, like you're to blame. Like you didn't turn off your air conditioner because it was hot. um, And, you know, you just wanted to, you know, I think I think these are all questions that talking it out is much better than dishing blame. And I think this applies to so many issues, whether it's climate change, tax laws. I think what we kind of all have at UWC is this drive to make the world a better place. And I think we get there, like right now we have different ideas how to get there. We get there in very different ways. Maybe you think that cutting taxes will actually make people's lives better. Other people think massive welfare programs is how we better people's lives in the future. But what I'm trying to say is that we're all, most of us, I I hope at least, most of us are trying to look for a better world. We just have different ideas about how that's manifested. And I definitely don't think like shutting any ideas down is a good idea. We should always, again, listen to everyone's ideas. Sometimes you do feel that initial shock, like, whoa, 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 like, nah, nah, that idea is like complete bullcrap. But you know, like, Sometimes you just gotta like listen a while and go like, okay, here's what I think is productive. Here's what I I don't think will work. But hey, like, let's talk it out. And I've had so many like productive conversations with people, including Clint, because, you know, he's on, I, I wouldn't say on the opposite uh, political spectrum as me, but at least not the same political spectrum. So that's, that's just my message. Yeah. Um, less blame, more talking to each other. What do you think, man?
Yeah, well, I, I like that. Um, I, I think I think we're we're running a little bit over um, our allocated time, but I think this is a really good place to 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 end our our conversation for for this episode. Uh, thank thanks for coming on to my podcast today, Poom. Um, and <laughs> and uh, and thanks thanks for sharing your your views. Uh, we we hope to see you in, in, in the. <laughs> yep, I'm on the host now. Uh, but yeah, definitely an interesting conversation. We could go on and on about this. There, there's no end, right? It's it's all up to the viewers to decide where they stand. Uh, don't don't be a sheep, and follow the the popular thing. Do the opposite. Well, I mean, Clint and I are, are much more like, generally, we're much more lighthearted people. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't even know how to phrase this properly, but like, we do a lot more fun things than talk about like these serious things as well. So like, maybe if there's ever a future episode, we'll talk more about um, jumping over things like how Beam hurt his crotch over jumping over lamps. So, you know, like, th- th- we have so many more fun things to talk about than just, you know, climate change. I mean, again, these are serious things to talk about, but we, we as people are much more you know, there's so much more to us. But again, let's sign off here. Um, thanks, guys, for, for sure. listening. Yep, thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next episode. All right. <laughs> Clint, I am the host. All right, anyways. All right, bye-bye, guys. <laughs>